0: Shane, great to see you again. Thanks for sitting down with me today. I appreciate it a lot. Shane, growing up in the in the seed business has been your has been your life. Now you're running it. Was that always your plan? No,
1: I can't. I can't say it was always part of uh, part of my plan. As a young boy growing up and, and being here in San Diego is. Even Probably a little cooler, but uh, was to be a. I wanted to be a fighter pilot. So, um, one of my living heroes lives up at Laguna Beach. We got a chance to connect yesterday again, and and uh, so we had time to sit down and and uh, do some stuff together. So that was great. Um, as I got a little older, then, um, yeah, I wasn't sure when I went to college. I knew that I wanted to be in ag, but I don't know that it was the seed business that I wanted to be into. And I got the opportunity after I graduated from college then. I knew I was going to come home and be a part of the business, um, didn't know what my role was going to be, but uh, you know, I love DAG, I love the values, the people, you know, it's a good living. So
0: Awesome. Awesome. So I have a really important question. What would your call sign have been if you were a
1: fighter pilot? <laughs> well, everybody, every little kid wanted to be Maverick. <laughs> of
0: course. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad you're not your goose. It was yeah, Maverick yeah. for sure. Excellent. So you're a young guy. And you're a really young guy when we talk about it in the perspective of the seed industry. What do you see looking out? as we look out in that five, ten
1: year range, what, what do you see coming down the pipe? Well, I mean, obviously technology. The advancements in technology changes everything, the way we do it, the way we think about it. So that's a big piece in, in changing uh, changing the way we think about uh, our consumers and what we want to do. I think one of the big changes over the next ten years is the thing that I see that's different is, is that... We're seeing a drive by um, the consumer, you know, uh, the consumers telling us what they want for really one of the first times in a long time, really driving what we do. So I think that's going to change the seed industry and the way we go to our marketplace.
0: Your group is
1: involved in a number of different
0: crops. You guys are corn, beans, sorghum, wheat forages. Which one is of most interest to you right now? It's kind of like picking your favorite child a little bit, but but what's
1: your favorite and and why? Well, um, you know, as we look at it from our seed seed business's perspective, um, you know, to say that there's one that we pick on, I don't know that we pick on a certain crop necessarily as we really stay focused on our customers. And we really stay honed in to what our customers' needs are and what's going to make them more profitable. Um, right now, something that's at the forefront of my mind is probably wheat. Uh, wheat with uh, the new business with Verimax Systems that we're uh, deploying right now and doing a soft launch in 2017. Uh, wheat's probably at the forefront of my mind. It's a little interesting because wheat's just a low-value crop, but um, definitely some potential. We think there's a lot of potential there. Um, and when we really look at it, we think there's a lot of potential as a loop system, you know, from the from the grower um, through the technology that we're deploying with the with our uh, Verimax systems, um, all the way to the end user and, and what they're looking for in a product. We think that we can help bring a system to the to the entire group. Right.
0: So be- being a seedsman is not a simple task. There's there's a lot of different moving pieces and a lot of different things you need to be thinking about in your opinion what would be kind of the top three things that as a seedsman you need to be thinking about or have have effect on in the in the coming years well
1: as a seedsman uh, i think uh, to say that there's three things but i think it really still always comes back to our customers Um, making sure that where you stay attuned and and to what our customers are looking for um, the things that make them successful and so when I think about, you know, we think about we want to bring our customers' choices. Um, it doesn't really matter whether that's traded or non-traded. You know, we're definitely seeing the diversity that's starting to hit to the marketplace now with the, with the downturn and the, the commodities. And so, um, I don't know that I would put three things, it still boils back to our customers what they what they need, the services that they need, um, and treating them uh, treat them the way that they need to be treated.
0: So if we take a step back from that and look at the industry as a
1: whole. What, what, is, there, is there an issue that you think we need to be focused on as an industry? Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's about our it's about farmers making money. And so farmers, you know, we're in tight times, margins need to be cut, but yet they have, you know, their inputs. is They're so landlocked with their inputs. And uh, we've seen fertilizer prices come down. Obviously, we get pushed all the time with where our seed prices are. Um, and so it's really making us really look back at our strategy and the different and growing environments that our customers see in Kansas and Nebraska and Oklahoma, um, there's a lot of diversity that happens there. So making sure that we're, you know, do they need, do they need double pro Do they need a trait uh, Is it a conventional that they're looking for when we talk about corn um, and value added in soybeans as we see some of the value change things change as we move
0: absolutely speaking of values uh, you like many independent seedsmen are always managing that work-life balance uh, trying to get everybody everything that they need and want do you talk a little bit about that what, what what's your take on that how, how do you work towards that
1: work-life balance well I mean as I look at our family and how we bring everybody into the into the business everybody's got to have a a role within the business. And I think as, you know, we've looked back even with our operations, but a lot of the operations that we've seen is, uh, you know, dad made the decisions and the boys did the work and that's kind of how you did it. And so as we've seen that and we've seen that transition, really making sure everybody understands their role and when they have a role, they make those decisions and they have a real place within the business. And so putting that work-life balance so that, you know, everybody has a place in the business and they feel like they have that as their their piece of the the business is important to to our family. You seem like a grounded guy to me, Shane.
0: Is there a a motto or a touchstone that you go back to in your
1: life as for guidance for for touching back to? Yeah, I'm really a pretty simple guy. not real complex in a lot of ways. But... The um, I, one I always think of when I think of our seed business, about our customers, when I think of our customers is, you know, do unto others as you'd want them to do unto you. Mm. I think it's a good good ground to be, you know, you treat people the way that you want to be treated. You'll understand that the needs that they want and those types of things. When I think about our business, one of the, the models that um, I've been going with for quite a while is uh, uh, basically around, you know, the fear of indecision you know, is the greatest thief of opportunity. Right. And so fear equals uh, to the, you know, the biggest thing that we, it would limit us from growing our business. And right. So um, not being afraid to make the decisions that we make, you know, making decisions and running with them, um, but always keeping the fact that our customers are in the forefront of our mind and that we believe that that's why we've been successful the last several years and really growing our business. You
0: know, it, it strikes me, it reminds me of a story from my son, Shane, that he, I told him that he was brave about some work that he'd done with some of his friends, and I told him that he was brave, and he said, well, actually, I don't really think I was that brave because it wasn't scary to me, and so without fear, can you be brave? And so that's been the dialogue. So it's interesting to hear your, your point that don't let don't let fear get in the way. Yeah. Jump in with both feet and go make some things happen. I appreciate that. That's, that's awesome.
1: Great.
0: Shane, thanks very much for the chat.
1: Yeah. Appreciate it.